0: Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by Funk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice
1: and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have uh, us here us. now.
2: We are here now, <laughs> and you can hear us now. We have sound now that's working. Um, Welcome to episode 688 of the Funny Music Podcast for August 24th, 2023. The title of this week's episode is Imagine Swing Size. And I put that in the chat. Random word generator, people. It it does what it does. Um, We uh, have a pre-recorded interview with Paul Wensley coming up later in the show. I I never heard back from Steve Goody. He's off in Edinburgh doing his thing, busy as hell. So, uh, I did send him the link, so if he pops in sleep-deprived, it's like th- 2 in the morning over there. We'll see. But, uh, in the meantime, let's
1: do this.
3: Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to
1: since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and
0: didn't show up.
2: Hey, what? Oh, he's oh. right. Brett G. in the chat says, there was supposed to be a thump-shattering kaboom. I don't know what that's referenced to, but I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I go first, sure. I suppose. Um, um, I went and saw Blue Beetle, and that was good. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Um, so, yeah, go see Blue Beetle. Um
2: I have uh, no interest in that movie. I just I watched the trailer and I'm like, nah, nah.
1: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's not something that, w- it's not the kind of thing where I would be like, oh my God, you have to go see, you know, James Mutant Mayhem. You know, it's like, there's certain movies where it's like, you have to see this. And it's like, that's like, eh, all right. Yeah, you can yeah. go see it, you know. I do I'm still want to see
2: Star. Turtles, but what's funny is, um, one of my friends from the acting class, is uh, he's young, I think he's only like 20, but he is a huge Turtles fan and did not like the movie at all. So. Well,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I think Kyle and I have been Turtles fans for probably way longer than that guy. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I, I told him sure you guys
2: wrong. both loved it, and, and so, but anyway. Um, so I'm still planning to yeah. see it. I haven't had a chance to yet.
1: It's like... The movie ends like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the, there, something happens with the turtles at the end of this movie that I've never seen them ever do with the turtles before, and I'm like, that's brilliant. Why hasn't anyone else thought of trying this? And it makes me excited for like where this particular you know storyline version of the turtles, like where it's going to potentially go. So yeah. Um, Do they duck their heads anyway. into their shells? <laughs> I don't remember if they specifically did that during the movie, but um, they they very well could. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. And then last Friday it was uh, Tony Goldmark's 40th birthday. Yay! So uh, we had a party here with a bunch of his friends. We did barbecue and just had a good old fun time. Um, uh, yeah. So. Uh, also, we watched something of Tony's that I never somehow just I just missed it. and Never got around to watching it. Him and his friends Doggins and um, and uh, 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 Charlie, aka Spazmaster, um, back about seven years ago. They took the video footage of the, the original opening day telecast of Disneyland opening for the first time, and they did like an MST3K riff track style riffing of it. And it's on YouTube, and it's so well done. Like I never, that's like it's one of those things
2: that just showed up in my recommended videos on YouTube while I was eating dinner like an hour ago. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch it because I cause I saw how long it was and I I didn't have time. But I was like, I was like, oh, that looks good. I will get come back to that. But that's funny you mentioned that.
1: Yeah, the, it, they broke it into three parts because the whole telecast I think altogether was like Ooh, about ninety minutes. So they just do like you know do it in like three sections and they have like an introduction to it and everything too, which is really good. Um, But yeah, it was really, really funny. Like super high quality, um, you know, let you, that, you know, the kind of stuff Tony and his friends make this great, funny stuff. So anyway, um, so I recommend that. Uh, What else happened? Uh, I played uh, okay. I've played dungeon and dragons like once before, uh, you know, like probably 10 years ago. With, like, Carrie and Josh and Ken and some other people. And uh, it was like my only real experience ever playing the game. And it wasn't like I joined a campaign, it was just something I did for one night, you know, and tried it out. But uh, this past Sunday, uh, I'm, I started the first game of an actual, like, you know, regular gaming session thing that's going to be going on between. Myself, Kyle, Lindsay, our friend, uh, Mike Polenski, who's another storyboarder from Magiswords, and our friend, Matt, who is being our DM. And we're doing our own D&D thing, but we're doing it kind of like in a more or less kind of 1940s Toontown-style adventure, and we've all invented our own cartoon characters. So so Matt is kind of translating our D&D sheets into this like toontown adventure that takes place in los angeles and in, in, in you know it's technically modern times but we're trying to keep it like with a 1940s aesthetic kind of like batman the animated series so to speak you know yeah you know anyway so uh that was interesting and uh it's it's dnd has always felt weird to me to play because or why part of the reason i never got into it is because like I've always felt like I wasn't smart enough to, to handle it, first of all. But secondly, it's like, it's a game that has both a million rules and no rules at all! And, like, something about my brain is like, no! You know? <laughs> so, it's like, I'm always afraid of, like, I'm going to be playing it wrong or whatever, so, but... Yeah, you're playing overall, it
2: wrong! Yeah. <laughs>
1: But you know the overall thing is just um is um uh you know Kyle telling me it's just mainly about us getting together hanging out and being goofy and making jokes like we actually have we've actually worked into the game mechanic like if you know somebody makes a particularly good joke like they earn you know some kind of points for that or nice. something so yeah well really all so you, so you have to do be-
2: is imagine swing size and you'll be fine
1: so, <laughs> so the um Another interesting thing about that particular uh, session was that um, it happened on the day of the hurricane earthquake. Remember the hurricane earthquake day? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I specifically did not go into work that day because I was supposed to work a nine to five shift, which was rare for me, you know, in and of itself. But that was the day it was all supposed to go crazy and there's going to be torrential rains and high winds and, you know, then a literal friggin' earthquake happened and, I'm assuming, like, oh, we've been planning this D&D session for all this time, but we're obviously going to cancel it. But no, Matt was determined, like, we have to play D&D. <laughs> he actually called and was, like, called uh, Kyle Lindsay saying, like, hey, my car doesn't really handle driving in the rain too well. Could you come pick up me and Mike in Pittsburgh's place? <laughs> and it's like, wow, I guess. So this is my first experience of uh, it's so hard to schedule a and d session that, you know, even... You know, uh, uh, lethal weather won't keep people from getting together as long as you know they can make their D game happen. Cause it took forever to schedule when it would happen. So- I'm
2: I'm sure there's a there's a sci-fi movie called Hurricane
1: out there. <laughs> um, and what else? Um, well, I, I could also at least uh, do you mentioned Ahsoka. <laughs> tunnel yeah so i've watched the first two episodes oh it's out i I didn't know it was out yeah it it just came out nice
2: all right i got so much to watch i'm so far behind
1: yeah the first two episodes are up and um like so a lot of what's going on in ahsoka stems from how the how the series star wars rebels ended because ahsoka was a part of that show um you know voiced by Ashley Eckstein the original voice actor of Ahsoka from Clone Wars and um it's like it's interesting cuz like it was you know it was a cartoon it was meant to be you know aimed at a demographic of kids and the characters were a lot more bright and colorful and stuff like that and ever since Ahsoka showed up on um on a, a, a Mandalorian and then on in Book of Boba Fett it's like she's wearing this kind of gray, like, darkish gray outfit. And I realized, like, probably the visual symbolism is that there's a thing in Star Wars, like, you know, like, there's the Jedi and then there's the Sith and then there's, like, people who are in between and they call them, like, gray Jedi, meaning, like, they aren't, you know, necessarily alleged on the good side or the bad side. And there was a whole bunch of bullcrap that went down with Ahsoka, so she never officially became a Jedi because of uh, some... Stupid stuff that went down in Clone Wars, but so basically the point is that she's wearing all gray, and I'm like, okay, I get that symbolism, but now we're into doing this stuff with you know Sabine Wren and and you know Hera and is showing up, and Chopper's there, and they're all yellow and green and orange, and they're bright colored, and then Ahsoka's still there wearing all this gray, and I'm like, okay, and now like as they get to the end of the second season or the second episode they are about to go off on like the grand adventure that this that's going to encompass this season and and now um Sabine Wren is kind of like gearing up for it and even it seems like in her gearing up they toned down her color palette and I'm like please don't let this turn into like Andor please don't <laughs> let this turn into like the this Oh, look, another Star Wars with no fun in it. It's like Rebels was fun. Clone Wars was fun. Ahsoka, on some level, it's supposed to be fun. Yes, she's older and wiser now, but dang it. It's like, at least I know Chopper's there. Chopper will never stop being like the Anarchy Chaos Robot, which we love so much. But, man, anyway, I mean, so basically, I'm liking it. I'm happy, but it's like, please let this be friggin' fun. Dang it. You know, anyway. They did have at least one shot where they, you know, they, <laughs> where um, uh, 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 Ahsoka is smirking. So they have Rosario doing like that total, total Ahsoka smirk, like from back in the day. And it's like, okay, yeah, that right there. We need more of that.
2: <laughs> I want to watch that, but I've never seen Rebels, so I have no idea if I'm going to be lost or not.
1: They do a pretty good job of, uh, of you know, bringing people up to speed on what's happening in it. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I just I actually the other day for the heck of it rewatched the original Clone Wars movie the the CG animated movie that came out that was basically the beginning of the whole Clone Wars series so it's our first introduction to Ahsoka and you know she she talked back to Anakin a lot and that's why he uh, he started calling her Snips so I'm like I'm like we need some Snips energy up in this <laughs> <laughs> so but I'm just I'm psyched you know it's yeah anyway um so yeah that's about it for me other than me trying to force myself to get things done uh, so that i can get more things done <sighs> um yeah so uh, so what have you been up to devo spice
2: um well i i talked about my my short film room 259 last week getting into some um uh film festivals right yeah did i mention it was nominated for an
1: award I don't think it was at that point. Okay. So, so yeah, that, ha-
2: that, ha- I don't think, I think that happened after last week's show. Cause I'm, I'm screwed up because last week's show we did re-recorded Saturday, but yeah, the um, Jersey city horror film festival nominated it for best student film slash first time filmmaker. So um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, Woo! so that's happening on Sunday this this Sunday the twenty seventh, uh, at the Brightside Tavern in Jersey City. I'm in block two, which starts at two thirty p.m. Um, and I will be there along with uh, Nicole, who plays the ghost in in the movie, and she's also bringing her mother, which I'm excited about because when <laughs> there's a scream that she does in the in the short, when she like, gets real close up to the camera and just screams really loud. And I used it as an outtake at the end because after, you know, she screamed, she broke out laughing and fell on the floor. And um, apparently you can't hear it on any of the recordings, unfortunately. But apparently her mother was downstairs and all, and she could hear her go, oh, my God, Nicole. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to meeting her and you know, explaining that. I guess I'm the reason your daughter screamed like that. Um, so. Yeah, I am very much looking forward to Sunday. I'm so excited. Um, And I've kind of got the bug. I've already got a second short film in pre-production. It is scripted. It is cast. We've got a shoot date. Um, I'm going to be buying props soon. Um, and we're going to be doing a read through probably next week, and uh, if if all is if all goes according to plan, I should have this done in time to premiere it at Fumfest. And this one's a comedy, so it, it makes more sense to screen at Fumfest. But I will be showing Room Two Fifty Nine there too, just because why not? Um. So yeah, so I'm like balls deep in filmmaking at the moment. Um, and speaking of FumpFest, I am trying to get all the work done on FumpFest that I need to get done on FumpFest, and I'm failing to, because mostly my day job has gotten you know ridiculously busy all of a sudden. Um, I was hoping to have the uh, promo done for tonight, so I could play it on tonight's show. It's not done. So, hopefully by next week, I'll have the promo done, and we can you know start promoting this, the hell out of this thing. And That's about it. Um, So let's get into some music. Here is the fump debut of Paul Wensley with a song Crazy Beautiful, followed by a brief interview with him. Mm -hmm.
3: Ran into you in the lobby. Look at you, you are beauty. Persona fight. I can't believe you wanna talk to me. Who am I? Just some dumb guy. Well, yeah, you wanna talk a little about your inner dog job and all your worries about the the government spying on us see your crazy beautiful about your weaner doctor or all your worries about the the government spying on us cause you're crazy beautiful with an emphasis
2: Paul Wensley, how you doing, Paul? I'm doing good, thanks. Welcome how you doing? to the show. Um, so, Thank since you. this is your first time on the podcast, why don't you give us the rundown: who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff.
4: Uh, well, I'm from Toronto. Uh, I'm an actor, voice actor, uh, songwriter. I'm not a published songwriter per se, but uh, I love to write songs. I got uh, became obsessed with it about ten years ago when I was like i I produce trailers and promos for shows. It's not like an active thing right now, but I was producing uh promos for a show here in Canada. I'm in Toronto uh and then I started scoring them, and I thought, oh my God, this is such a joy to have the freedom. I had always used music libraries and uh prior to that, and that's how I sort of got into songwriting
2: excellent. Uh, so, uh, this song "Crazy Beautiful" is this kind of your typical so- style of songwriting, or is this just something you did as a goof? Uh,
4: well, I wanted to have something melodic and and like sound like a uh, you know like a, just a regular kind of song because I, I it is not typical. Like I do write comedy songs, but only as of the last probably year because uh, I got into stand up comedy after the restrictions were lifted here in Toronto. And I thought, well, it'd be good to have some music to play, to, to extend my sets uh, and, you know, to offer variety to the audience. So I started writing uh, comedy songs. But prior to that, I've just been writing, you know, pop songs and uh, indie rock type type songs.
2: Okay, so, and, so tell us the uh, thought process behind Crazy Beautiful.
4: Well, uh there was a lady who lived in my building uh who was beautiful and uh who as it as it came out I didn't realize it but she was a conspiracy theorist and uh,
2: Okay, so this is inspired by a true story.
4: Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was wondering
2: about story. that cuz sometimes these are and like sometimes the like the lyrics get a little oddly specific and you're like I wonder if that really happened.
4: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So you
2: mentioned you've been doing stand-up. standup. Uh, how has the music incorporation into stand-up been working for you?
4: Uh, some nights really well, some nights really well. I have to bring this little amplifier with me because it's just one microphone that's set up. And sometimes they get, like, I've just got an acoustic guitar. So sometimes the guitar gets absorbed into the sound, just into the room too much. So I bring a little lamp. Uh, but sometimes it goes great. You know, I mean, it's, it's a, Certain songs are really, really resonate with the uh, with the audience.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I've, I mean, I've done stand up and I do comedy rap, and I've tried doing the comedy rap at stand up clubs, and more often than not, they are not set up for comedy acts. They don't expect them. Right. They don't want them. They just like they're like the best. Like they're hoping for if you tell them you're a musical act, is you will go on stage with a ukulele and just play it right in front of the microphone. You know yeah, yeah. like you tell them yeah, you have yeah. a backing track and, and they're like oh god what do we have to do now
4: <laughs> yeah yeah um actually I did a, a set last night at a, a music open mic so I did two original songs but I also did some stand up and the audience is like well, what's this guy doing <laughs> you know I mean like when you go do stand up at a stand up venue they know they're gonna yeah. be getting stand up so yeah. uh you know and, and also if I were to do a serious song at a stand-up place, it'd be like, what the hell is this gonna do? Right. Yeah. Similarly.
2: What I generally do is I'll do I, I do my my music and I do like a short bit of stand-up, usually like 30 to 60 seconds between songs to introduce the next oh, song. Oh, cool. So that I'm not doing like a song and then like, you know, four minutes of stand up and then the next song. Um that way, it's 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 mostly a musical show, even if there is some stand-up mixed in.
4: Yeah, yeah. And is your background uh, performance uh, like acting and improv? Did I read? I'm
2: um, I'm taking acting classes now, and I'm actually you know been in a couple of shorts and a couple of you know had small roles and a couple of features. Um, nothing that you can watch anywhere at, at the moment, but
1: uh-huh, <laughs> but uh-huh.
2: I'm doing it. Um, I've also recently gotten into filmmaking, but my background was mostly art and design. And I was just a fan of, you know, hip hop growing up. So I started writing my own rap songs. And then when I discovered comedy music, I was like, I'm going to make my raps funny. And I've been doing that ever since. And, you know, I started performing live around 98, 2000 and um, just been doing it ever since.
4: Nice. Nice. That's a real passion
2: yeah i love it i certainly don't make any money at it so it you know it has to be a passion
4: (laughs) yeah 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 i hear you yeah same with me i mean that's why i i can't i wish i hadn't become so consumed by music writing music because it takes precedent over everything i mean i just love it so much Mm. uh you know, it doesn't make me feel like desperate or anything like that. I just,
2: I know that feelings. feeling. In fact, I'm getting that now with the filmmaking because I'm working on my next short film and then, like everything else I'm supposed to be working on is kind of falling to the sides. And I'm like, no, I yeah. really need to focus on this other stuff. I'm like, but the short, it's going to be so cool. You know,
4: <laughs> yeah. Shiny
2: project syndrome, I call it. Um,
4: right. <laughs> that's accurate. Uh,
2: so, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
4: Oh, do I have anything I'd like to promote? Well, I guess uh, Wensley PJ at Instagram. If anyone wants to follow me there, um, I'm still working on comedy songs. I'll send you uh, a new one soon. And uh, excellent, you know, yeah, yeah.
2: All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and uh, we look thank forward you, to talking to you in the future.
4: Awesome. All right, man. Nice to, uh, to meet you. Okay, take care.
2: This is the phone. And it's tough and it's gruff and to win the dang long, ear acts up. I've had enough of this. My bladder's flat and razzing pat hat and all that. Hit my red mustache and beard are the scruff it I reckon y'all better keep back.
0: My hostess cakes them Twinkies, Ding Dong Zebras. These ho hos only like me for one reason, and that's because. I got sex. This is decent. That's this the music Funny Music Project at the thefump.com. C H E F U M P.com. Feel like I'm gonna puke, cause the timeline is screwed. Do I fix all this now or wait till season two? There's a hell of a ride, but the purpose is glorious. <laughs> Multiverse.
1: Boink. Time for Funny Music News. (laughs) Something, something, something.
2: In the news, Clearly Guilty has announced they have a new album coming out on September 1st, and it is available now for pre-order on their Bandcamp page, which is clearlyguilty.bandcamp.com. The album will be available for $10, and you know what? I forgot to write down, I forgot what it's called. I don't think I to write down what it's called. Let me look up what it's called. Attack of Opportunity is what it's called, um, which is a reference to the Opportunity rover that's on Mars. Uh, There are two songs available now. The rest will be released when the album comes out on September 1st. And the two songs that are up now are Kick-Ass, so go check them out. And Knuckleheads have a new album out just the other day. This is available now at knuckleheads.bandcamp.com. That's Knuckleheads with a Z. Uh, this is a Name Your Price release, and it is also available on Spotify and other streaming places. This album includes their fun songs, Let's Be Pirates, Get Puppies, Get Kittens, featuring MC Lars, When I Grow Up, I Want to Be a Teen Titan, Brush Your Teeth and Go to Sleep, and many, many more. Uh, so go check that out at knuckleheads.bandcamp.com. And uh, the song Fart Because It's Funny is way funnier than it has any right to be. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jake Duar has a new musical out. His uh, satirical Saturdays is, is on hiatus for the time being. Instead, he is doing a musical, which is called Rich People in Space, an anti-capitalist musical. From the description. In the not too distant future, as the Earth's resources decline, billionaire Maxwell Pedestal has funded a new project to colonize Mars. Unfortunately, the only ones who can attend to go are the wealthy elite, and a new employee discovers this space station may not be what it seems. For more information, go to JakeDeWarComedy.com. And 2D6's Kickstarter for their new album is up to $1,755. They have about $1,000 to go and have 13 days left. So if you'd like to get involved, go to Kickstarter.com, search for 2D6. Their new album is called Live at Casa Dog Skull. I don't know. How to, I've got to ask them how to pronounce that. And uh, yeah, check it out, give them money. Uh Fumpfest is coming. Nothing new to announce, but it's coming uh, October fifth through eighth, at taking place at Con on the Cobb in Richfield, Ohio. Register now at Fumpfest.com and pick up the twenty twenty one Fumpfest compilation album while you're at it.
1: It has Worm Quartet's winning uh, dumb parody idea song that it you does. can't get anywhere else.
2: <laughs> Which was epic. All right, uh, you got anything before tour dates? Uh, nope. All right, tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. That's when he gets back from Edinburgh. On Sundays online, two sleeps. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 25th in Chicago, Illinois, Gail Gallagher. On the 25th online, Mikey Mason. On the 26th in Oakland, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 27th in Santa Cruz, California, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. On the 29th, online, Carla Ulbrich as a guest on Steve Goody's virtual comedy show. On the 30th in Nashville, Tennessee, Nuclear Bubble Wrap. And the first through the fourth in Atlanta, Georgia, the and Bards, Mikey Mason, MC Lars, and Beth Patterson all performing at Dragon Con. All right. Birthdays. Today, the 24th, we have three. We have Matt Griffo, Marie Cecile Anderson from Reformed Whores, and Pete Johnson of Garden Fresh. Happy birthday, folks. woo All right, here is the second song of the week. This is by Steve Goody, who I guess is not joining us. He's probably sound asleep right now. Here is the Sleep Disorder song, ironically.
0: I can't sleep. I can't sleep, my brain repeats incessantly, these OCD trivialities, and eventually, if I fall asleep, I can't breathe insomnia, and sleep apnea, But dum bum head with a sledgehammer I can't sleep I can't sleep I close my eyes can't find no sheep so I don't count sheep I count shepherds Bo Peep Jesus Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction astronaut Alan Shepard when I was a kid I wanted to be an astronaut so I asked and they said not wait I'm supposed to be counting sheep stupid brain goes round and round round and round round and round hey wouldn't it be great if you could win an award for this i'd like to thank my mother and alan shepherd and my pharmacist who is no help at all you hate me you really hate me i'm trying to think about nothing 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 alan shepherd damn you alan shepherd i'm trying to think about nothing 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 grapefruit what nothing 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 did i turn off the oven i'm sure i did probably of course i did I'm going to the kitchen to check on the oven. It's off, of course it's off. I think I'll make a sandwich. You know, I ordered some CBD. But someone at Amazon is dyslexic. Because I got the Charlie Daniels Band box set instead. The devil went down to the kitchen to make himself a sandwich. Sleep apnea. Ba-dum-bum-bum. I can't breathe. I'm so dumb. Who forgets how to breathe for crying out? not snore you snore shut up you shut up i've been drinking decaf tea listening to the white noise machine breathing slowly and deeply i'm almost there now i have to pee i shouldn't have drunk that gallon of pepsi now i've got restless leg syndrome like elvis presley (laughs) then all the next day narcolepsy. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Is it weird that I fell asleep at McDonald's in the drive-thru or while pumping gas or watching the eclipse? Please
3: drive around, sir. Do you think it's
0: wise that I drive around while well, I'm asleep? Apnea. This song's so dumb. Jeez, I have to be up in three hours, two hours. I've got so much work to do tomorrow. One hour. I'm screwed thanks to sleep apnea. dump bum, bum. Fifteen minutes of sleep would be pretty good so good so good so good i think i hear banjos would someone please hit me over the head with a canoe the wheels in my brain are made of sheep and i'm really bleeped because i can't sleep you hate me you really hate me
2: I'm going to have to email Steve and ask him if uh, he actually wrote this at like three in the morning while he was having trouble sleeping because it just screams this is a song that was written at three in the morning while I couldn't sleep. So we'll have to find out.
1: Something I was pondering back when it was, uh, you know, figuring out uh, things for the Logan Awards. um, When Steve does songs like this, where part of it is, uh, an original song he's making up, and then he, like, five times throughout the song, breaks into parodies of other songs. What fucking category does that go in? And the Logan Awards? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, like in a fourth
2: category just called Steve. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, he's got enough songs that, that, you know, does one a month, so he'll have 12 songs. We can pick five just for the Steve category. Uh, Oh, well. All right, let's do some feedback.
0: Making the Internet absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Dementia Radio.
2: www.dementiaradio.org, port 8027.
1: Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. Feedback. Feedback, you know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. (laughs)
2: And there's no feedback, so...
1: Oh. Hello, Devo. Hello, Luke.
2: Baramon here. I'm afraid there's no feedback this week. No feedback at all. I know how frustrating this is with you going through the effort of crafting an intro for everyone. So now is the time to remind them to subscribe. Use that Prime subscription if they have one. It's free. There you go. That's a good boy. Have a biscuit.
1: Damn it!
2: All right. Uh... Does, that,
1: does that new Knuckleheads album have uh, a song about like them going to the world's largest playground?
2: No, I don't think it does. Hang on. Oh,
1: okay. Sure. They, they should make a song like that so that you can imagine the swing size. Of playground equipment.
3: <laughs>
1: very good,
2: very good. All right, uh, and teasing—he's
1: a teasing kind of guy. And I have a joke. Yeah. All
2: right, uh, tomorrow's song is by John Mishner. He's the guy who did that "I Got Snack" song that uh, you heard in the in the trailer. And Tuesday song is not yet posted. Tuesday song is not yet posted. All right. Need a topic for a playlist. Any suggestions? Um Wildcard says best we- original parody for Steve Goody's song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um how about songs that feature the voices of children, so that you could play stuff by um, uh, um, by Knuckleheads? Sure. To, to promote their album.
2: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. So, so we got Knuckleheads, snack bars on that. Uh, Fake Adult.
1: Um, Sleepwalking Zombie by Carrie. Sleepwalking Zombie. Um. Uh. uh uh, woodland Creatures that has Alex Ann on it. Woodland Creatures. Oh, fake adult. <laughs> yeah, I said that already. Oh, okay. Sorry. Based on um,
2: that. Alright. That's two, three, that's
1: five.
2: I will find more. I'm sure there's more.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh find like, find like a kid's bop version of some thoroughly inappropriate song to <laughs> put that on there. <laughs> I'll look. Has Kids Bop done wop yet? <laughs> no,
2: that was the dude. That was a circus of what sketch I came up with was Kids Bop does does all of these inappropriate songs. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Steve Goody is at stevegoody.com. I forgot where Paul said he was. Paul on yeah, Instagram. P X Wensley on Instagram. I believe he was.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo
1: Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And then there was Paul and also Steve. Sort Steve, of.
2: Steve
0: is sleeping.
1: Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can
0: listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week, where you'll
1: hear Luke Ski say... Does anybody else go into the app and like set up a whole Pizza Hut delivery order and then get to the end and then see how much it costs with delivery and all the other charges and then say, no, I'm not going to order that?